Hey, everybody. Good news. We're doing the Comedy Fantasy Camp again. Jay Leno's going to be there. I'm going to be there. John Lovitz is going to be there. Caroline Ray is going to be there. Many, many other big comedians are going to be there. February 29th through March 3rd. Tickets are going to go fast, and it's all going to culminate at the world-famous Hollywood Improv. So come and join us at the Comedy Fantasy Camp and work with the pros. Get your tickets at ComedyFantasyCamp.com. Oh, that's just me, Perez Hilton. (sighs) Drinking all the tea that goes on in this world. And with the way social media is, I just can't get enough. I'm obsessed. It's like every day something new and scandalous comes out and I want it all. I'm the OG of entertainment gossip. And if you are like me and have an unrelenting thirst for all the drama that's flying around, you should listen to my podcast. The Perez Hilton Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on, get it on a trip to... Doctors, board certified believer. What's <laughs> going on? Chris Max Patterson here with some uh, breaking topical I, news. Also, I, I was waiting for uh, this part of the week to get you in here to review the Hall of Fame induction that Adam I saw it missed <laughs> was not at. And you guys very kindly sent a video that froze up, didn't run. Uh, so we got Adam on the phone. Yeah, I saw. I saw. Him, uh, and I forgot the award. Credit credit to you, Drew, for I know you had you were juggling a lot. How'd you there. forget the award? I I forgot to bring it in. I have it here. I have it here at my home. Oh, in your home. But but I forgot to unpack it. This he accepted on your behalf. Uh huh. No, we don't, we don't have to play this whole thing. Right. Do we? It's, it's, a, little it's bit. all over the place. Uh, you get the part where the thing freezes, which is funny. Not my so accepting. Thinking that um, uh. I'm here to present Adam Carolla with his, with his induction uh, to the Hall of Fame, and I I thought. <laughs> At no point did he say, uh, hey, would you have accepted on my behalf? No, no. I'll, I'll send a video. Mm-hmm. Thanks, so I was giving, So I was, so I, I was thinking about... I was giving the video uh, shit. Right. And giving him shit for not being here. What so I, I went around a couple say, rounds that I'm way. I'm going to keep my comments very short because he didn't feel sufficiently invested to uh, help us out here this evening. We'll see how short his video is. I can't wait to see that. Um, but... But he, you know, I talked a little this morning, if you were at that event, about his and my, how we got together and how that happened and the serendipity of all that. And we talked a little bit about the sort of the chemistry or the magic of uh, partnerships when you find the right all partnership. Right. It says anyway, 10 minutes for that kind of video. The, the, comedy yeah, is, the comedy is, I, I, before this, I go, I'm going to keep my comment short because people were talking for a while. And it's funny, it, it, we get into a whole technical problem here, and uh, there's an old guy sitting right down to my right, and he goes, uh, thought you said you are going to be short. <laughs> I was like, I was like, touche, I will heckled? be. And that's why I wrapped it all up. That's what I was like, right. we're out of here. Okay, so we filmed, we filmed the video here. Because they, they, they wanted me to sit and wait to, for them to fix it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, they had this, a technical there's issue. There's an audience out there. You can't just sit right. there. Just wrap this up. And then Adam kindly got on the phone for a second. And right said, before he was about to go on stage, yes, you call. Yes, Drew just cold calls Adam and goes, "Hey, uh, you're getting, we, we're having a technical issue. Please accept your award." And just puts the speaker <laughs> up to the microphone. And Adam's like, "Ah, uh, hi." <laughs> he says, "Thank you, whoever the fuck you are." <laughs> yeah, it was great though. Yeah, they loved I, it. They loved I, it. Yeah, uh, they yeah, I was in Colorado about yeah. right to 
go in some funky part of Colorado and go up on on stage. Uh, and when you called, I thought you were just calling to say hi. Yeah, I could I tell. Thought, I thought you're back in L.A. Yeah, I mean, why would you think I'm at a podium? <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> like I don't know. Possible. You know, I didn't. Um, first, I I I was a little uncomfortable with the whole um, proceedings. I didn't think about it that much. Um, the fact that you were receiving something, yeah, the whole I, thing I seemed weird to you. I I don't um, I don't know. I I've never <laughs> thought about is there a plaque? Is there something that that goes it's along a big, with it? Oh, about a twelve pound award. Yeah, I like I like an award. We actually got stuck at the security because of it. But um, I don't know why. I I I gave it I gave it no thought. Is yeah. this the is this your usual mindset when you win something or you? Are honored with something. I have things that I separate in my my brain yeah. that are important to me, and then there are things that aren't important to me, but it may be important to others. I might think about driving in my Trans Am race or something and, and winning an award for that, and I'm very proud of it, and I'll think about it. Yeah. And then there are other things that I don't think about at all, and you can't get me to think about them. And right. somehow the the Hall of Fame podcast thing, I, I, it's like I was told yeah. I never thought about where the ceremony was. Yeah. I never thought about who. I never thought about the gift. I I was Saturday night. I was in Colorado doing shows. The They never entered my mind that that night was the ceremony right. night. Right. And so I have no idea why I so think about certain things. Or others. Usually if it's some accolade that doesn't have to do with driving <laughs> right. or something physical. Or wheels. I, I just, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I just that. forget so, about it. So at the, when this thing all, when I, you know, came off stage, the chick that was responsible for the whole thing was, had her hands and she was crying. And I go, oh, no. I go, relax. It was, it was better this way. It was more interesting. It was funny. Come on, give me a break. And she goes, but Adam, I go, oh my God, do not worry about Adam. <laughs> he will be fine. My God, that is one thing you do not need to worry about. Agreed? I never right. had any there thoughts about right. it yeah. before so, or after. Or right. I, so, I I didn't have any thoughts. And, I still and, have no thoughts. Right. I, I knew that for sure. And going up there, that I was at, before that, except I, or maybe it was after that, I was talking about what quality makes a good podcaster. I said, if you asked Adam, he'd probably say, hey, low self-esteem. And they're like, low self-esteem. I go, yeah, yeah, I got that too. And uh, and an impoverished childhood. And then there you go, you got the start, start of a good podcaster. I always so. tell everyone that uh, Emmy's mother-in-law over there, Olga, when I, she said – Years ago, with her car, she goes, um, and I've said it before, but I, she said, I want to sell this car. What do you think it's worth? I go, I don't know. What'd you pay for it? And she said, you bought it for me. Okay. I had no, I completely scrubbed it. Yep. Now, it, it, I probably scrubbed it because it fell under the heading of me doing something nice or right, something. Right. So I, I, I scrubbed it. And I would have never thought about it, except I think about it now, not because of the effort, but because she had to inform me that I bought her a car, which I'd completely gotten out of my scrub from my brain, which is feasible, but I, most people would remember if they bought someone a car. And I didn't, and I had no, I, I literally had no thoughts about it. So I'm, I'm able to take a good deeds and accolades and scrub them. Yep. Almost, yeah. Almost immediately. Yeah. 
I, I, I do something similar. And when I have to write a bio or something, I it's hard for me to kind of have to go look at notes and things, figure out what, what's happened. Yeah, I don't um, – sometimes people bring up TV shows that I did and stuff yeah. like that. I have no recollection of of doing that Speaking that TV of TV, uh, Leno's wife, I guess, got having problems. Has he ever talked to you about that? No, I was going to reach out to him, though, because I just sort of found out about it um, before I – hit the road um so she's he's filed for conservatorship right yeah. yeah very good very good move super smart yeah following her uh, dementia diagnosis yeah and the fact that she's alive it's just that's the way you do it that's what you do mm. you know yeah and i i for some reason susan heard the story i said i got moved by it then i was like what because you want me to put you on conservatorship <laughs> Maybe we she could, could qualify we could do it a little sooner if you want <laughs> we work on it do it now I that's think what i'm saying she'd meet the threshold. There's some criteria there. Um, yeah, well, it was weird. I was talking to Melissa Newman, Paul Newman's daughter. Asked about Joanne Woodward, still alive. Be diagnosed with, right? de- de- I think, ninety three. Yeah. Diagnosed with uh, dementia, you know, well over a decade ago. Wow, so still here. Yeah. Yeah. Was going to go visit her t- that day. I spoke Oof. to her. Oof. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I, I definitely want to reach out to uh, Jay, but uh, yeah. Well, speaking he, of Leno, yeah. so um, he was on Piers Morgan, yeah. and he did an interview from his car garage, and uh, yeah, he said he's done doing political jokes. Because? Nobody, la- nobody laughs at them anymore? Or? Right, yeah, here, we have a clip of it. Okay. I stopped doing politics and my act altogether because, you know, when I did the Tonight Show, the idea was you made fun of both sides equally and uh-huh. you get those, if Mr. Leno, you and your Republican friends, well, Ms. Leno, you and your Democratic uh-huh. buddies, you know, and they'd both be angry. And I go, oh, that's good. You know, they both think you're supporting the other guy. Now you've got to take a side and people are angry if you don't. Uh-huh. And I find what I would start to tell a political joke. Well, they want to know the punchline before, is this pro or against it? You know, so I just I just stopped doing it really? because I, I just want people to come and laugh and have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. not me. <laughs> I got shit to say. <laughs> I don't care how much you spent. I don't care how much you laugh. Yeah, I'm not here to <laughs> dance is for fore- you. <laughs> laughing is a foregone conclusion. We got to do get something done here. Yeah. Well, I I think Jay Jay's a guy. I uh, m- most comedians care about. Jay's a very thoughtful guy. Like one time I went to, uh, I did the Tonight Show like 10 years ago, maybe. I can't remember. I, I said, I, I can't, I, it was some kind of joke uh, about like my wedding ring or something. And I, I go, no, I wear a wedding ring, Jay, all the time. I mean, unless I'm traveling. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a different story. You know, and then after the show, he was like, is, is, you mean you do? Yeah, I go no. And he he has when he found out I was getting divorced, he was like, you know, you okay? You know, he's he's kind of sensitive. Yeah, very sweet. Um, and he's sweet, you know. And so I don't think he. I think he's tuned in to the audience and doesn't want to put them in some sort of uh, position. Yeah, which. Um, Opposite of Adam Carolla. Right, Adam's leaned into. Leaned into the audience, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, if if someone goes, you can't say this or don't do that, you know, I just think, look, to me, it's like, 
is something funny or is it true? I mean, remember, I'm the guy who sat in Maui with the world's worst brunch because I had to argue with nine dingbats about um, leaf blowers, leaf blowers yeah. right? Now, does it ruin that? Yes. Did it ruin my brunch? Yes, it did. Um, was I a pariah at the table? Yes, I was. Was I right? Yes, I was 100% right. So I'm always willing to do that. But do you yeah. think the audience thinks you're right or they're just like never never going to brunch with him again? Yeah, well that's what the audience would think. I if I'm if something's funny and I know it's funny, <laughs> then I'm right and then it's I'm saying it and that'll be that. I you know, I just I just had a weird thought. Tell me if there's anything in this that maybe his concern, you know, you and I are very concerned about freedom to do things. And he is so financially free, maybe when you have that kind of financial freedom it doesn't other freedoms aren't as impactful. Yeah, yeah he's also right? yeah. It's a good thought. He he's also, you know, Jay likes being liked. He yeah. likes um, that uh, station in life. You know, he yeah. he he just cares what people think of him, mm. which is oh boy, uh, that's hard these days. Well, it 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 can affect your performance, right? And the things you say. And I think he's been in comedy so long, he's seen so many different eras of uh, audience and yes. cha- has changed his act accordingly. Mm-hmm. The yes, I don't know. It's no- nothing in our lifetime like this. Yeah. Present moment. I mean, the 70s was a prox- facsimile of this it, in, that, in that it blew. It sucked when many of the same ideas were flying around. Yeah. But, right? I mean, uh, like nothing this. like this. Not like well, this. it was, it was, it, it was different. It was, you know, Watergate and Vietnam War and, uh, you know, that that kind of stuff. And there was sort of a side to be on that was kind of clear cut, a little more clear cut. I don't think there was much brainwashing then, too. No. Uh, now. But who knows? You know, now the, everything's in question. The side to be on is the nut job side. So you have to think that. Women and men can both give birth. You know, you have to think that if somebody identifies as a woman, even if you have a cock and ball and beard, beard, you can just walk into lace. You have to think that way. You have to think patently insane things. You have, you have to think the truth doesn't exist. Truth is a construct. So you, 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 everything's on now. You have to think that the end of the world is nigh and in doom and gloom, even though they've been saying this shit for 55 years and well, nothing ever happens. History like, doesn't exist to them, so they don't I, know. I'm, I'm just saying you you have to. You have to believe that when you get Grubhub during COVID, you need to wipe down the bag. You need to believe in third-hand smoke, as we previously yeah. discussed. Like, You need to believe that AIDS kills as many heterosexuals as gays, and you need to believe 50,000 Americans die of second-hand smoke every year. You need to believe a bunch of patently crazy batshit information. That's what you need to believe in order... To be on the good side. Chris isn't well, making eye contact. I think he believes when I stuff. When we were growing up, up all you had to do is think that Richard Nixon was a dick yeah. and the Vietnam War should be ended. Yes. Right. That's stuff right. you kind of. And, and, and ecology. And the world was coming to an end with acid rain. and Yeah, and you, but you didn't have coming. to go out and march or anything. You just, you, you didn't have to do anything. Mm. You just have to go, Nixon's a dick 
and Vietnam. They should wrap it up and bring our boys home, and then you're fine. Then your work was done. They didn't have a laundry <laughs> list of 7,000 kooky pieces of information you had to get in on. Do you remember the ecology flag? Yes. What, what did that look like? It looked, like, that... a, a, it, it looked like an eyeball. Yeah. And like a, like a circle with a line through yeah, like it. A, like, a, like a omega on the side, kind of. Kind of. It, yeah. it, it looked... It, Oregon it, ducks colors. And, and, but it was oh, also it was or... green and white stripes. Uh, it was like a stripe. I, I don't thing. think it was stripe. But yeah. it was Oregon duck color. Are they probably? Well, first off, Ecology there's flag? probably 15 at college. Right, right. They're sure, they're not, I'm sure there were. They're, the, the original there green one and white. I remember green and white. was the colors of Brazil. The Brazilian flag. Green and yellow. Oh, and I, think, I think. On that blue? Oh, maybe it's the blue, blue on the screen. Anyway, it looked like an eyeball of the line going through. Right. All, All right. right. Well, they look for the flag. I'm going to tell you about G Defy Shoes. Comfort meets innovation. I pick. Look at that shoe, Adam. I know. That's why I brought him in here. You tell me that is not a substantial shoe. That is that is a lot of thought and clinical study putting put into there by UCLA. Other companies get the run of the mill memory foam soles for five decades. No, G Defy has patented and meticulous designed the shoe. Feel that that substantial. That is, yep. put it on, man. That that's when you really and feel you get it. a little height out of it too. Yep, Chris. they boost the biomechanics of shoes. Foster movement isn't just shock absorbing. It gives you. They don't put money into the athlete endorsements. They invest in the construction of the shoe and building it in such a way that it has clinical utility. It takes the pressure off back, hips. Don't just take my word for it. Check out the testimonials and hold the shoe. You'll know it. Right, Chris? Tell me that's not a substantial It's nice, shoe. and I'm seeing 85% less knee pain. Yep. Wow. Yep. Lots of good, good study out there. Right, Emmy? That's right. Visit gdefy.com because your feet deserve more than just another pair of shoes. And here's a little extra love for our listeners. Use discount code AD30 for an exclusive $30 off orders of $150 or more. Yep, you heard that right. A little gift from gdefy to your feet. Visit gdefy.com. That's G-D-E-F-Y dot com for $30 off, $150 or more with code AD30. Experience the miracle that is G-Defy, where comfort meets innovation. All right. Uh, Amy, I don't know why, because keep, keep, Drew keeps bringing up what's old and new again. But uh, back in one of those computers, there's a Partridge Family <laughs> clip from 1974. Lori's giving a speech. We never really fleshed it out but which was the what was the speech on well uh, the, it's 50 years old yes so you know it uh, let lest anyone think this shit's new right right it's talking. award season we should be uh paying attention to yes they're, they're always talking <laughs> about the same shit that's the other thing people don't study you, you guys you haven't heard this before yeah this Global warming, ice age, ecology, you know, Al Gore, I was just whatever. A, I just, was deep into it in 19. Into it. Yeah. I, was, I came home from college and announced that, <laughs> A, oil, have, we had 10 years max of oil left, number one. Yes. B, dams and phosphates were going to destroy the infrastructure. Yeah. Acid the rain rivers, would yeah. ruin. Yeah. He rivers threw soup at the Mona Lisa. That's right. I, I, I would, if I had thought of it, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> But here we go. Here's Lori. Yeah. And the 1974 homecoming queen of San Pueblo High School, Miss Lori Partridge. Thank you very much. I, I want each and every one of you to know that I am not the least bit flattered to have been chosen to receive this dubious distinction. I am appalled at such customs and, and traditions that judge people by labels. Labels, labels. of race, 
Race. Creed. Creed. Color. Color. Appearance. And even sex. Oh, oh no. Even. Even. People are people, and they must be judged by their merits, whether oh, they are lawyers or teachers. Yeah. Merit. No, no, no. Or basketball players. Huh? Now, I, I had a lot more to say on the subject, but I think you know what I'm talking about. It's simply that that people are everything, and that women are people. Sounds like Kamala Harris. All we ask is to be treated <laughs> that way. Yeah, people are everything. I apologize for using this contest as a forum for my views, but it's time that someone spoke up. There is one other thing. I cannot accept the title of Homecoming Queen because it stands for so many things that I am against. Oh, monarchy, even. Therefore, according to the rules, I hereby decline and turn the crown over to the first runner-up, your new homecoming queen. And is there going to be something special? Oh, uh, yeah. Him. It's a yeah. dude. She puts the crown on a guy. So, so you think any of this is new? This is 50 years old, a bitch is complaining about shit, and a dude crashing the party. Yeah. Now, back then it was a dude. He didn't say he was a woman. It was just a dude. Yeah. Now the dude would say he's a, a woman. Yeah. But right. this is 50 years older. I was there, man. I people remember it. People and pe- people there. are everything. And women are I've people. So, so women yeah. are everything. Yeah. So and you know. I would have added in all the ecology stuff as my my youth. Yes. I right. added all that. So, and, and then a little bit of uh, John Lennon would have crept in. We got a dream of a place. You know? <laughs> so disappointed by adults. Uh, yeah. Well, it's we have disappointing. All right. Us. So this is 50 years old. Yeah. All right. What's she talking Timeless. about? Talking about the same shit. When Kamala Harris talks, that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's what she says. People yeah. are everything and everything is people. And women <laughs> are people, too. So that makes them everything. And, everything's and everything. uh, you know, we can't. You know, how can we go on when women and people and race and black and white and uh, ecology and women? That's just, this is what we do. This is 50 years old. Oh, see, that's the flag I remember. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the green and white stripes. That's right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think but they a, also just had a symbol, like they had yes. just it was yeah, just the, that big, the big eyeball. Yes, right. the big, the big omega. Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen both versions, but the one with the American right. flag stripes. Is yeah, just the, so we had a flag, and world. then we we basically got rid of that flag. We got a gay flag. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we got. Yeah, yeah. or maybe it's the same flag that went gay. Oh, maybe the flag starts sucking yeah. dick. Transitioned and transitioned. So that thing's a yeah. mouth. It is the, kind the, of a mouth. Yeah. Could be an anus. <laughs> well, it depends. Hips or lips, Drew. Hips or lips. That's what I say when I cruise. Yeah. Mucosal surfaces or mucosal surfaces. That's right. Say in my profession. Yeah. So the the ecology flag transitioned yeah. Yeah. and is now gay, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the gay flag. Yeah. Not to put the gay flag everywhere. Because yeah. we need that's to be recognized because uh, because the trans community needs to be proud. This whole first off the whole gay pride. Like, I, listen, you suck a dick, suck a dick. You don't have to be proud of it. I like pussy. Are you fucking proud of singing proud about of it? it? No, I'm not proud of it. Just who we are. <laughs> I, I, why should you be proud of being gay or trans? Or why are you proud of any of this shit? Or why are you proud of being black? Or why are you proud of being Hispanic? You know, what, what are you proud of? Just fucking go about your way. You well, fucking and, and, idiot! You narcissist idiots! Well, and that and kind it's of fucking you up too. Used by to be the anathema way. to the sort of the American thing, which was we're all bonding around an idea melting and a life, and not just melting pot, but you just all that gets put aside, and then behalf of this common philosophy yeah. that we all adhere right. to. Right? Yeah. 
Hey, what's up there? What's All up? Right. So, I real quick, I uh, just want to get your thoughts on. So, Polly Shore has been pushing this um, biopic where he is Richard Simmons. He acts as Richard Simmons. He even made a short. They played it at Sundance. And uh, it's been getting a lot of traction. They put it up for free on YouTube. And he's in love with Drew Barrymore. And he's in love with Drew. Well, yeah, that was maybe that was a little publicity stuff. Oh, uh, maybe. maybe. Okay. Um, but he, he's gotten a lot of acclaim for it. Uh, the only thing is Richard Simmons has publicly said, I didn't approve the, I didn't approve of this. Please Uh-oh. just leave me alone. I'm trying to just live my life quietly. Uh-oh. So now Paulie's ha- having a lot of trouble getting people to be on his side now because Richard has publicly said, I don't want this. Get on his but side. But Paulie's like, look, we don't need his approval to make a biopic of him. So he's still going through with it. Okay. So I just want to get your thoughts on what you think of that. I think you could get sued that way if you're not careful. Well, he's he's oh God, he's kind of knows. uncanny. How much <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. 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 Do, do we have any outtakes? Or any footage from? There's the, yeah, it's on YouTube. The whole thing. You um, the whole it. thing or, is. Oh, it's a ten minute short. So uh, you get to you can do a biopic on anybody. You don't need them to sign off. Yeah. Right. So, but you can still get sued if you you know have an impact that they don't right. like. Right. Everyone can sue everyone all the time. Right, you know, fine. exactly. But, but it, there's not, you know, plenty of precedent for doing biopics and docs and s- stuff like that. You know, I made a, a Paul Newman doc. We didn't get the approval of his family or anything. We just made it. You know? Right. Yeah. So you you can do that the same way you could use footage from Butch and Sundance in your doc if, yeah, if yeah. you talk about it and it's not longer than you know, forty seconds right. or whatever it is. You know, there's. You know when There's you rules. When, well when guidelines you, well when you make a a movie or a doc or whatever you have attorneys that are kind of like the same attorneys that when I worked for Comedy Central they had attorneys you know and we'd say oh we're gonna you know crank Yankers was called prank puppets or something at the beginning and then attorneys are like oh that's not gonna work it's to this day. I One just remember the, the arguments the, I ever had the long discussions you had about underpants that to me was the craziest thing ever. Uh, they'd say like you can say underwear, but you can't say underpants or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was no, all no, it was all nits here. it was all nothing. But uh, you would uh, consult with an attorney, and you'd go, "Can we show clips from the uh, Richard Simmons show from the '80s?" You yeah. know, and yeah. they'd go, well, "Who owns it?" And they'd go, "Viacom owns it," or whatever. They go, "Well, you should clear it with Viacom, or you can use fair use if you're talking about it." You know, they, they have attorneys to just like every attorney goes and then don't patent attorneys and things like that. They go, "Don't do this. You can't do that." And then you run it. Then right. then you make it. All but, right, we yeah, have a Richard- little. Clip, oh, sorry. By the way, I talked to a woman who went down to Texas for you, allegedly from uh, Libsyn, and testified in the uh, in the patent case you took. Do you remember oh, yeah? this woman? No. Okay. She I don't down. think so. But sorry. All right. Here's clip. here's a bit of the. Uh... What's my first rule? Like yourself. Your weight doesn't matter. If you like yourself, you're going to be fine. But I've been where you are right now. Pretty good imitation. Oh, yeah. And where I'm right now is I just love myself. Every part of myself. And I think I can show you how to get here. Please welcome Richard 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 Simmons, beloved. 
icon, right, by both straight and proud gay people. And um, Emmy actually reached out to Richard's team to see if he'd come on, and mm. Richard responded to Emmy. What the dude? Drew, if you'd like to do the honors. Thank you so much for your offer, but right now I'm not doing any shows, radio or TV, and I have to tell you, I love Adam and Dr. Drew. They are so smart and clever. I did meet Dr. Drew once, and he was very kind to me. He was on my HLN show for like a very brief period. And you're very kind. And he was lovely. He's exactly who he's, he's Richard Simmons. He's exactly <laughs> who you think he is. Mm-hmm. He, but he is, he is when he's out in public, he, he is always on. He's Richard Simmons. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I think he feels he has to be that, or else he wants to be left alone. Right. So, hmm. Kind of interesting, right? We, yeah. we know people that have to be, they have to be that. Dag was yeah. like that, I thought. A little bit. A little oh, bit. Like he would turn it on, but then off mic, he would just be a, little, a lot more mellow. Yeah, but it'd be hard. Dag would be like like prickly. Like all of a sudden, I, I go, where, where'd that come from? It's like. He's insane. That's where <laughs> it comes from. I tell people all the time, he's insane. That's why he's, uh, if he's say, I always he loved him. I still do. You so. love insane yeah. people. Yes. Yeah. I have the people I know are insane. <laughs> um, and listen, first off, who cares? And Polly, you know, I, I always thought that uh, Polly Shore had some sort of vehicle in his future that that would make us look at him in a different way, mm-hmm. like as a serious actor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or whatever. You I, know, I, I, see I, that. I sort of felt like he's going to have some sort of sling blade moment or something where he oh, comes yeah. out with something yeah. and people are going to go, you know what? I mean, like, I uh, could see that. Like Brandon, uh, what's this? Brandon, who's the the guy Frazier. that played the the way? Frazier, the yeah, yeah. Like you know, 80s. And he, strangely, they were the partners. On the yeah, Spyro yeah. They're, they're doing. Yeah. He's doing Tarzan yeah. and um, oh god, Dudley Do Right and yeah. shit, you know, those bad shitty nineties hackneyed whatever. Right. But but they come out at some point, or or you know, Quentin Tarantino gets hold of John Travolta, who's right. doing uh, Sandler's yeah. gonna do Baby it. Makes Three, right. Part it's Seven, even Burt or Reynolds and Boogie Nights. Yeah, except for Burt Reynolds never liked that role and didn't want it in Boogie Nights. Oh. Yeah, he never he was pissed off about it. I thought he was pissed off he didn't get an award for it. No, he he wasn't happy. He. I think I, I think Bert's a was a straight guy and it was like pretty uptight. And yeah, yeah, he just didn't like how far in this went. porn world, yeah, yeah. you know, things. But yes, like Bert Reynolds, yeah. like Bert. I mean, it goes on and on. And I, I always thought that uh, Molly Ringwald would have some sort of big resurgent, whatever, mm-hmm. and that Polly Shore. Not as much as Molly, but like would do something that was substantial. Well, I was going to you know say that mean? was the word that comes to mind for me for people where I have that feeling. It's like they're more substantial than people know, right? Wouldn't you say? I don't know how substantial Polly is. Polly's pretty substantial. But, I think that's why you're having that feeling. But I, I did feel like there was just a role for him yeah. that was the opposite of brother-in-law or father-in-law or whatever, in whatever the fuck. That's just the opposite of well, yeah. the fucking kooky shit he's done that yeah. would make people go, "Oh, look at look at him." Yeah, same to Brandon Fraser. Same. Yeah, thing. except for that guy's nuts. Brandon. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yes. Uh oh. There's something wrong. Uh oh. Well, he disappeared for a while because of uh, the like uh, in the, during the Me Too movement, right? Like he. He f- something about the golden was it the Golden Gloves or he, hot form oh, press? Or I, I'm gonna make up. 
Uh-oh. Be careful. I'm like a video log of... I, I, I could fill the Grand Canyon with all the crazy conversations I've had with women. Yeah. And it's like, well, he was at the uh, Golden Globes ceremony daytime function party at the Beverly Hilton Hotel. And uh, the guy runs the Golden Globes, like, come and put his finger up his ass. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Thing, and I'm yeah. like, he's wearing a suit, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, then and the suit has a jacket that hangs down below. And mm-hmm. there's a to room with him. 500 people having brunch. Yeah. Well, he was assaulted. And he wasn't assaulted. I don't he's know what this fucking guy did. Yeah. And the guy did it. 73 at the time, been married to the same woman for 41 years. He he came up, he came up and smacked him on the ass. Is what he did. Well, he didn't. No, he says he was assaulted. I, how would one physically, sexually assault somebody in a sea of human beings, fully dressed? He says he put his finger in his asshole. I, you don't need to know okay, that. Okay, he, listen, he's damaged goods. And when people are damaged and you come up and smack them on the ass, it gets translated yes. into trauma, yep. which has happened with Terry Crews as well. But the people don't do it. They just argue. They well, he could put his, he could get around to suit trousers and get, I said, the guy, first off, the guy's 70 something years old. Mm. It's in a group. It's in a sea of humanity in a ballroom. During the day. This reminds me oh, of your... God, um, it's just all I do is argue with One me. last quick joke was uh, how your grandmother used to see rape as a violent crime. Somebody brought that whole scenario up the other day. Do you know this? Oh, Chris. It wasn't my grandma. I wasn't... I don't think it was my grandmother. You were fighting with her about it or something. She was lecturing you about it. No, everybody was lecturing everybody during this, this period the of 70s. time. Ladies? No. Wasn't that, that long? Wasn't that long ago? Seventies, and this is not back to the seventies. Okay. okay. Grandma in the seventies. I was nine. Okay. Fucking idiot. Listen to me, Drew. We would talk about this on the air in the nineties. About no, it wasn't about the seventies. Okay. You go back to the seventies. Okay. Is everything that's bad? That's true. Is from the seventies. That's, that's true. now how it worked. Okay. They started change. They started saying you're not a rape victim. You're a rape survivor. Right. You're a rape survivor. And I kept questioning that. Right. Yep. And then I and then they'd say you're not blind. You're seeing impaired. And I would go, Why are we fucking with the language? Why are you guys fucking with the language? It's 1995. What are we doing here? Now it's a full-scale assault Mm -hmm. on the language that was them just testing the waters on fucking with the language yeah and they started explaining that rape was not a sexual crime but it was a violent crime it was about control it was not Mm -hmm. it was not about sex it was nothing to do with sex It was not a sexual crime it was a violent crime and that was all in the same time as they were launching Rape Survivor yep. versus Rape Victim. True. And then the only thing that ever made Drew laugh is I would go, it is a violent crime and it is no different than any other violent crime. It's like if you went into 7-Eleven and pistol whipped the guy behind the counter and stole all the money and then came. Right. <laughs> but other than that, other, other than, than the that. coming, well, there's only one sexual component 
to it, which is you coming at the, end. at the end, at the end. But other than that, it's no different than like if you set your house on fire to try to collect the insurance while your wife was in there, and then you came. Same thing. <laughs> you ejaculated on the front porch. Right. And it would always end up with a white collar and arson and aggravated assault, but you would have to come on all in true yeah. love that, yeah. that show. Oh, so good. The only thing that makes it sexual is you coming all over the place. <laughs> other than that, sexual. other than that, there is no component. <laughs> right. To it is a violent crime. It's about control. Remember the about control part there, which is like, I don't know, maybe the guy just fucking weird wiring (laughs) and it's horny, but it's control. And the thing, too, is they always go, it's about control. It's Uh about control. It's about control. See, we live through it. Kook jobs defining shit for us that doesn't exist because they would go, it's all about control. It's all the rapes, all about power. And I'd be like, I'll bet if the chick volunteered to suck his dick consensually, he would take it. He wouldn't need the control. He wouldn't have to break into the bedroom at night. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I bet he would. Or half the rapist would take that deal. At least. Okay. Not half. I think that's pretty much. And speaking of control, it's them controlling the language. That's. that's and, and by the way, the now is. it's full effect. Oh, yeah. The bird is in full flight. It was just experimenting. We renamed all the birds. It was just leaving the nest in the 90s, and I was yelling about it. Yes, you were. Because I saw where this was going. You have the crystal brain caught up on it. Thank you. All right. Is that right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're in Naples tonight. Yeah. But it's sold out, so just the matinee tomorrow. Oh. But it's tonight and tomorrow night, huh? Huh. Yeah, today's Friday, right? Okay. All right. Just go to AdamCrow.com for all the live shows going back to Vegas and stuff. What do you got, Drew? Uh, everyone, sign up. For, please uh, subscribe to my Rumble channel, the Dr. Drew Rumble channel. Check out that streaming show. So, until next time, Adam Crow for Max Apata and Drewski. Say it. Mahalo. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy Christmas classics like Scrooge with Bill Murray or Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Plus, dive into festive channels like holiday movie favorites by Lifetime or Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy our season's greetings category with nine holiday channels, including holiday movie favorites by Lifetime, Festive Fireplace, Holiday Lights, and Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never.